It never rained on Mars. Not any more. Once, when Mars had first known life, back in an age long unknown to man, mighty storms had torn across the landscape, gouging channels in the rock and carving sweeping coastlines from the towering cliffs of the great Mons. Then the world had endured its first death, and the planet had become a cratered red wasteland of empty dust bowls and parched deserts. But the red planet lived to breathe again. The terraforming of Mars had begun in the earliest days of the golden age of man's expansion to the stars, bringing new life and hope. But in the end, this was a remission, not a cure. Within the span of a few centuries, the planet had died its second death, choking on the fumes of volcanic forge complexes, continent-sized refineries, and the effluent of a million weapons shops. It never rained on Mars. That thought was uppermost in Brother Verticorda's mind, as he guided the battered bipedal form of Aris Lictor up the gentle slopes of Olympus Mons, towards the colossal volcano's caldera. Resembling a brutish mechanical humanoid some nine metres tall, Aris Lictor was a paladin-class knight, a one-man war machine of deep blue armour plates, with a fearsome array of weaponry beyond the power of even the strongest of the Terran Emperor's Astartes to bear. Aris Lictor walked with an awkward, loping gait, thanks to a stubborn knee-joint that no amount of ministration from the tech-priests could restore to full working order. But Verticorda handled his mount with the practised ease of one born in the cockpit. It never rained on Mars. Except it was raining now. The brushed orange skies above were weeping a thin drizzle of moisture, patterning Verticorda's cockpit, and he felt the cold wetness through the hard plugs in his spine and the haptic implants in his fingers. He realized that he, too, was weeping, for he had never expected to witness such a sight, the heavens opening and precipitation falling to the surface of the red planet. Such a thing had not happened in living memory, and on Mars that was a long time. Two other war machines followed Verticorda, his brothers-in-arms and fellow knights of Taranis. He could hear their chatter over the manifold, the synaptic congress that linked their minds, but had not the words to convey his own sense of wonder at the sight that greeted them on this day of days. The sky above Olympus Mons raged. Billowing storm clouds heaved as though ancient, forgotten gods battled within them slamming their mighty hammers against wrought-iron anvils and hurling forked bolts of lightning at one another. Mars's largest moon, Phobos, was visible as a yellowed irregularity behind the clouds, its cratered surface at its closest point to the surface of Mars in decades. The mighty volcano, the largest mountain in the Tharsis region, and indeed the solar system, soared above the Martian landscape, the dizzyingly high escarpments of its cliffs rising to almost thirty kilometres above the surface of the planet. Verticorda knew this region of Tharsis intimately. He had marched Aris Lictor from the fabricator general's forge on the eastern flanks of the mighty volcano three decades ago, and he had led his brother warriors across its slopes uncounted times. More lightning flashed, and the thousands gathering at the base of the volcano gazed fearfully into the building tempest, from the towering habstacks and iron-clad bulwarks of Kelbor Howell's domain. Abused skies cracked and roared, distorting under the overpressure of something unimaginably vast, and the atmospherics lit up the sky as far as any eye, fleshy or augmetic, 
could see. Crowds in their thousands, in their tens of thousands, were following the knights up the slopes of Olympus Mons, but they had not the speed or maneuverability of the war machines. This wonder was for the knights of Taranis, and for them alone. A shape moved in the clouds, and Verticorda halted his mount at the sheer edge of the caldera's escarpment with a release of pressure on his right hand. The bond he had forged with it in years of battle was that of two comrades in arms who had shared blood and victory in equal measure. Verticorda could feel the anticipation of this moment in every sizzling joint and weld within Ares Lictor, as though it, more than he, was anticipating the glory of this day. Golden light flashed above, and the drizzle of rain became a downpour. A zigzagging pathway had been cut into the cliff, leading to the base of the caldera, nearly two kilometres below. It was a treacherous path in ideal conditions, but in this deluge it was close to suicide. "'What do you say, old friend?' asked Verticorda. "'Shall we greet these new arrivals?' 